0: Welcome to the Waiting for a Sign series podcast, where we dive deeper into the content from Sunday's message. Welcome back to the podcast, yeah, week four of the podcast, yeah. Is that, do you think we should... (laughs) Oh my goodness! <laughs> I that, apologize for Aaron. Should he that be the new, Had
1: too much I've, coffee this morning. Let's
0: cut. Let's cut whatever music we've been using and go for that from now on. I can try it again. Do you yeah. want me to sing it again? Welcome to the okay, podcast. Okay, no, I, cut, cut, guys, stop. No, use whatever music we oh, had before. Man. I don't.
1: I can. My phone's ringing now for album releases. <laughs> I haven't written a book yet. I'm releasing a song, though.
0: Oh, my goodness. All right, we're jumping in. We're jumping in. This is week four of the podcast, Waiting for a Sign series podcast. And we've got some cool news coming about the podcast that we're going to tell you about a little bit later. So stick around um, as as we think through what's coming next for this. Thanks, guys, for all of your feedback we've gotten. Uh, this week. And I actually w- want to tell you something. We're pre recording this podcast before Shh. Sunday. Aaron, that's a secret. I, yeah, we weren't supposed to tell people that. Okay, well, I'm doing it anyway. So this, this news is Thursday. Out. Open baptism is this Sunday. And, bro, we are stoked. Oh, man. Can't wait. One of my favorite Sundays in all the year. Yeah. It, awesome opportunity. What do you, th- you know, thinking back to past open baptisms, what's your favorite part?
1: That's, that's, that's a tough question. I mean, there's so many things to love. I I love that moment where people just make that decision to stand. I mean, that's a really hard thing to do. Hundreds of people around stand in front of everybody and walk back. I I, I love that boldness and and the courage that's there. I also love people making decisions to just obey God, you know, Mm. hey, I know I need to do this and I've been pushing it off. And today's the day where I'm going to please God and I'm going to obey and I'm going to step into His will. Like, man, it just doesn't get better than that.
0: Yeah. Every every time we do this, there are stories that come out of it that mm-hmm. are just remarkable. Um, so, man, we don't know how many people are going to get baptized this Sunday. But and that doesn't matter. Honestly, like, I, we always try to
1: push it on the numbers. Dude, if one person get ba- gets baptized, we're going to celebrate like crazy. Yeah. If a hundred people get baptized, we're going to celebrate like crazy because it's a step of faith.
0: Yeah. So... What's the over-under, man? What you got? Are we, we putting some bets down right now? Or? Uh, yeah, I'm going to... This just... is a bad idea, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> that's, that's a campus
1: pastor right there oh for you, folks. Oh, my I, to,
0: I told you I had an idea of something we should talk about. That was the idea. <laughs> that's why you didn't tell me what it was. <laughs> You're Perfect. absolutely right. Okay. You guys asked some questions. You submitted some questions. I think uh, well, let's jump into those and let's, let's see what that. we got. First question. It says, how can we reconcile God's omniscience with the will of direction? If we have freedom to make decisions within God's will of direction, how does God or does God already know what decision we are going to make? So, wow, that's deep. Not only is it a deep question, it has the word omniscience in it, which I feel like (laughs) needs a definition. So, I'll give a definition of that, then you answer the question. So, omniscience just means God knowing everything. So, omni means all science is knowledge. God knows all things. So, how do we reconcile God knowing all things with us having freedom? You know, I I thought we were going to start with like an icebreaker here, (laughs) (laughs) but the ice just
1: shattered. It's gone. It's gone. (laughs) Wow, what a question. Um... And, you know, I think... (laughs) to start, I I think we have to just recognize that, man, what Isaiah says, you know, like, God's ways are way higher than our ways. And I think we just acknowledge there's certain things about God that the human mind doesn't fully comprehend. And I Mm -hmm. think this is one of those things where we have some concepts and some ideas, but we don't fully know. Here's what I would say to that question. Um, One, I believe God is sovereign. So I, I believe God knows the end From the beginning, he knows every detail. He is omniscient, all knowing. And so you can't get around that truth. True. But I also know that in my choices, the Bible is very clear that how I choose, good or bad, you know, if I choose sin, there comes consequences to that. So I do have the freedom to make choices within the sovereignty of God. And those choices matter for my life. And they have significant implications for my life. Definitely. And so does God know? Yeah, I believe he does. I, I, you can't skirt around that. But that doesn't mean I'm a robot who, you know, is just forced into one direction. I make those choices and I have to deal with the implications of those choices.
0: Absolutely. I completely agree, and the trick in these kinds of kind of paradoxical questions, I think is to simply affirm what the Bible affirms yep. and don't don't think that it's incumbent on us as humans to reconcile all of the tensions the Bible produces. Like yep. I want to affirm what the Bible affirms, and I don't need to resolve what the Bible doesn't resolve. So we believe God's sovereign, we believe humans are responsible. And we can live in that tension. Yep. We are, especially as Western thinkers, we are much more inclined to having nice, clean lines well, and yes, boxes, and especially in a more Eastern way of thinking, which the Bible, you know, comes out of um, the minds of people from the Middle East, you know, uh, yep. as God was using those people. And they're much more comfortable with a paradox and with a tension. And so I think we need to learn to live in that and trust God that we can affirm what the Bible says without, you know, getting too caught up on it. I think you said it best. We have to learn to live in that tension. So answering that question lays a good kind of theological foundation for some of the more practical questions that we've gotten. So here's this one. This one's from Deanna, and this is really specific. So Drew, I'm going to read this, and here, here we go. Let's get your advice on this one. She says, "I am currently trying to make some decisions about what's next for my career and whether to pursue a grad program in Liverpool in the UK." Wow, which. Read no more. The answer, my answer is yes. Is yes. Yes, let's go, right? <laughs> okay. But I'm still researching whether it's a sound financial decision, but let's assume it is and that it aligns with God's word, commands, and his will. I get stuck once I know that each of my options align with God's words, commands, and his will, and then I agonize over the criteria to choose the right decision. Should I choose which option makes me happiest, most fulfilled, that teaches me something? Once we've determined that our options pass through the filtering process, she goes back to the green balls of that first illustration in week one. Is it okay to pick which one makes us happiest? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Uh, so let me kind of review the question. So yeah. she's got a decision to make, and she's already gone through the framework that God has laid out. So this, this, she's not dealing with a question that is going to go against God. It's just a matter of, hey, I have the freedom within the boundaries God has created, mm-hmm is it okay to go with what makes me happiest you know
0: you yeah this is a this is a practical question not
1: a moral question yeah uh, one this is it's an interesting question I think a lot of people deal with this question um, here's what I would say here's the, the the advice I would give you know moving a- across the country is a big deal so as much freedom as you have in this choice there there's a significant implications of, of this choice. And so mm-hmm. here's what I would do. Um, and, you know, take it or leave it. This isn't a right or wrong issue. I think we need to make this clear. This isn't a right or wrong or sinful issue. This is a, a freedom choice, you know? Right. So I think wisdom comes in here. One, Deanna, I would ask you, um, are you good being away from family, are you, are, are you good? Are you, are you homesick a lot? Because I, I've met some people who have made big decisions like that. They've moved to Australia for college and they get there. And the excitement of going there is, you know, who doesn't want to go to the UK or, you know, to Australia? It sounds mm. amazing. But then mm. you get there and you're alone. Right. You have no relationships. Right. You You're... you're man i'm homesick and then it's like i'm stuck in this decision finance i think finance is a big piece yeah you know i would sit down with a financial advisor i do this in in my life i have a financial advisor he's amazing and when it comes to big finance finances decisions such as college or buying a car anything in my life hey is this a wise choice and so i would talk to my parents um, I would, you know, again, we're we're talking about those filters, but even in the will of direction where you have freedom, I think you almost re-go through some of that those filters. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Where you continue to ask questions. Mom, Dad, do you think this is a wise decision? You talk to someone who is good with money, like, hey, is this wise? But I also think chasing what your passions are, I believe God puts certain passions in us that mm-hmm. allow us to... You know, thrive and be excited about what we're doing. But I think we have to ask some tough questions in the journey, and then we, we, when we land, we go for it. We, 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 we choose and we go and understand that. Man, you might move there, and a year into the journey, you might be like, "Hey, I don't know if this was the best decision." And yeah. and and change routes. That happens right. for people all, and that's okay.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: not a waste. <laughs> yeah, it's not a waste.
0: So the specific question, is it okay to pick which one makes me happiest, assuming I've walked through the filters of pleasing God and all that kind of stuff? Uh, just, if I had to force you to answer yes or no, I, what would you say there? I would say
1: maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know that's like the <laughs> typical answer. I would say yes within... Wisdom, yes. So, okay. yeah, that, that makes sense. If you've if you've asked all those wins, wisdom questions, like financially, is this okay? Yeah, I can afford it. This this isn't gonna crush me. Sure. If I'm okay, I've talked to my parents. Like I, I'm good being out on my own. Like I, I, this is an adventure. I feel like God's leading me on. Then, yeah, if if it makes you happy, go for it.
0: Yeah, that's I, really good. And hopefully, Deanna, you feel like that gives you some degree of clarity. Um, or it might I'll, make it com- more confusing. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's possible. I will say the one education question that I've sometimes asked or or thought through, even for myself, is I don't I don't think I would pursue a degree of any kind, knowing how expensive school is. I don't think I would pursue a degree of any kind that didn't advance my career specifically or result in like a pay increase or something like that. If I, especially if I'm not yet in the dr- the job I really want, yeah. so like if if you're not in the job that you really want to be in yet, and this this degree doesn't necessarily get you any closer to the or like truly you know tangibly set you up for the next job that you need, I would say master's degrees are kind of an expensive way to pursue a hobby. So yeah. unless you're really serious about whatever this degree is going to be in, um, I would say I would ask some pretty hard questions. And You know, anything else you want to add, Drew? Do you feel good? Yeah, I I think, you know, again, that word
1: happy, um, happiness changes pretty fast. Mm. And so I think you got to be careful. You know, I I think it's okay to chase your passions and and what you're excited about, but just know that you might move to the UK and what you thought would make you happy doesn't. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make you happy. And and so I think you got to be careful. I I think you got to have wisdom in this decision because, you know, hey, happiness changes every single day. What once made me happy, sometimes no longer makes me happy. so it's a hard thing to navigate. And so I think that's why wisdom is so important.
0: Deanna, thanks so much for asking the question. We hope that this helps you. And we'll be praying for you as you make this decision. Be sure to be leaning in with your community group and your community group leaders and um, seeing what maybe God has next for you. And if you end up in the UK, then I was going to do a British accent. It would have been tragic. So I'm glad I didn't now, actually. You want, you want me to go for it? No, no. Okay,
1: yeah, I do. I think, my, I think I'm thinking more Australian. I was going to be like, never mind. I'm sorry yeah, I almost folks.
0: said g'day, mate. That was the <laughs> I almost said right mate,
1: now? but mate is a, a male, too, isn't it? Or is that gender?
0: Know. Dude, we're we're not very cultured. We should not So, Deanna, to obviously,
1: Aaron or I will not be moving to the
0: UK. <laughs> <laughs> and that is definitely God's will. Yeah, you seem pretty confident that's God's will. You, did you see a butterfly or something, or...? That, that's not funny, Aaron. Yes, it is. You saw the. <laughs> oh, wait. Butterfly.
1: Actually, I didn't see a butterfly because I, I forgot you don't believe
0: in the Holy Spirit. Oh, so. my goodness, dude. I'm still thinking about the butterfly. <laughs> I have not gotten over that. I don't care how long that podcast exists. I'm always. The good news, the news is we live in
1: Rochester. And so, for about, I don't know, eight months of the year, they're <laughs> all no- dead. <laughs>
0: You have to go to the music Strong talk about museum, quenching PC. the Holy Spirit. <laughs> oh, that's how we know. Okay, let's get to our final question here. Uh, for this time. Thank you to everyone who submitted questions. We weren't able to get to all of them, but uh, here's here's the last one that we're gonna go after. This one's from Hannah. and she said, "I have been going here for a while. That's Northridge, and I really love your messages. Shout out Drew What up? Thank you, Hannah. Uh, my mom has been going to a community group and she loves it, and I have a question. I hang out with my friends, and they swear sometimes. I really like them, they're nice people, but can I still hang out with them? I'm young, but I'm just wondering what I should do. So, Drew, what would you say to Hannah?
1: Well, first of all, Hannah, thanks for asking the question. I know that's, you know, that's awesome. I think you're thinking through the the right lens, and... Mm-hmm. Man, shout out for just asking a good question. And what's interesting is, Hannah, you might be young, but I think a lot of people deal with this same question. Totally. It just looks a little bit different. Yeah. You know, maybe it's not cussing, but, you know, they're watching things that I don't want to watch. Yes. You know, there's all kinds of lists of, man, who should I be hanging out with and who shouldn't I? Mm -hmm. And we talked a little bit about this in the series. You need the right people in your life to find the right path or the path God has for you. And so here's what I would say to you, Hannah. I think the first thing that I would go after is, you know who's influencing who. Yeah. You know, and what is your purpose for hanging around these these friends? Is it they're cool and you want to be a part of the cool club? You know, is it, you know, what is your purpose? You're trying to minister to them, love them? And so here's what I would say. One is they're cussing influencing the way you speak. I yeah. think that's a good guide for, hey, are they influencing me or am I influencing them? Mm-hmm. And am I becoming like them? So let's take it a step further. Is how they talk influencing how the way I talk? Am I noticing a difference because I'm hanging out with them? Is it impacting me? And so if the answer to that question is, yes, they're influencing me, I think it's time to back off a little bit. Or yeah. what you maybe would say, Aaron, is bringing back up.
0: Yeah, totally. So
1: hang out with you know, people are gonna push you towards God, fill you up so you have the strength to influence them. Yeah. I I think that is a, a big question we all have to ask is who am I hanging out with and how are they influencing me? And we have to have a core of people. If we truly want to follow God and be in his will, we have to start with a core of people who are living that way, who are gonna influence us and push us that way. And out of those relationships, we can have smaller relationships Of people who were like, hey, I I, want to minister to them. I want to love them. I want to set a good example for them. And so I think you have to ask that question, Hannah. Are they influencing me or am I influencing them? And do I have a good core of people who are pushing me towards the gospel, pushing me towards godly habits and godly decisions
0: first, and then I'm hanging out with these people? Great answer, and we have an environment for that. You know, Hannah, uh, Nym, our Northridge Youth Ministry, is designed to make sure that you've got those people in yeah. your life. You, you're talking about your mom going to community group. Nym is that for you, so that you can be surrounded by people who are encouraging you in your faith. Mm,
1: that's so good, and
0: um, who can be kind of your backup. In fact, when when I was in Nym, I remember uh, answering this question a decent bit, and I would sometimes say like, "Ask who's calling the shots." You know, that's that question of who's influencing who, and. Uh, Who's influencing who? And then if they're influencing you, I think, you know, who's calling the shots? If they are, then call it quits. Like mm. we need to be living a pie squared life and and influencing other people. But if we're if our time with that crowd is actually negatively impacting our ability to share the gospel right. because we're copying them, we need to call it quits. We need to back away from those friendships. But if we're the people who can have some influence, then we need to call in backup. Mm-hmm. Maybe you get some of your Christian friends to be spending more time with you, with these friends, so that you can, you know, have the kind of this cumulative effect on your friends group. Um, because Jesus, you know, we know the Bible says that bad corrupt- bad company corrupts good morals. That's right. However, Jesus hung out with tax collectors and sinners and was constantly made fun of and questioned because he was hanging around, quote, the wrong crowd. So we need to live in that tension. We need to live in the tension of, I need to make a difference. I need to live pie squared, pray, invest, invite. But I also need to recognize that I have limitations and I need to be making the right call. Mm. And NYM is such an incredible environment to make sure that you've got people around you that can be your backup.
1: Yeah. And I think we have to remember, Hannah, I want you to know this. Your greatest testimony to reach your friends isn't anything you're you're gonna say, it's how you live. Yeah. And I think we all need to remember that, is my life speaks volumes for who Jesus is. Mm -hmm. And if I hang out with a group of friends that are influencing me to look like them, to do things that go against God's word it ruins my testimony why right. would anybody want to follow jesus who is so easily sw- you know i mean i think we have to look at our lives and say man my actions are the greatest testimony and here's why i think they're the greatest testimony is because no one can argue with what god's done in your life Right. They can argue facts of the Bible, history, whether it's accurate or not, whether it's been passed down and translated a lot. What people can't argue with when it comes to Jesus is how Jesus has changed your life. Mm. And because they will see it. And Hannah, I think the best thing you can do for those friends is let them see Jesus change you. Let them see Jesus and how He's refining you and sanctifying you and, and making you more like Him. And they will ask the question, Hannah what's different about you? Yeah. Why don't you talk like this? Why don't you do this and that? And that will be one of the strongest
0: testimonies you have for your friends. That's right. First Peter says, always be ready to give an answer for the reason, for the hope that's in you. Yep. Your life causes the question to be asked, and then you get a chance to tell them about Jesus. That's right, And you can do this, Hannah, um, by God's grace, through His right. Spirit, through the encouragement of your friends at NYM, we're, we fully believe that God will give you the strength you need to honor him with this friends group. That's right. God will use you. So thanks to everyone who submitted questions. I know we couldn't get to all of them uh, this time around, but hopefully some of the things that, uh, you know, Drew said maybe would be applicable to your situation, uh, depending on what you're working through. Uh, but we do have one more question, actually, that Drew, I want to run by you. And that is, where is this podcast headed? Like, what's, what's coming? What's next? We've said this was like kind of one series at a time, but what are we doing from now on? Yeah, I I think this this
1: podcast has been great, man. I'm really enjoying it, Aaron. I hope you're loving it. And I want to give a shout-out... Many of us, you just hear our voices, but there's another guy in the room every time. His name's Connor Ellsworth. He's Connor on our video Ellsworth. team. He's amazing. He's the guy who makes us sound good. He cuts us when we sound
0: stupid, and that's <laughs> a lot a of lot, cutting. That's a lot so, of And fun fact about him is his full name is actually Jonathan Connor, so if you want to call him John Conn, that's or John Connor. Yes, you know, he's whatever. nodding his head right now, and he <laughs> hates that this. we're talking about him. <laughs> so where's the podcast going? Um, man, here's the
1: vision. I want to just really clear is we're going to continue into our next series, a series called Paul. So man, again, Live Pi Squared, great series, eight weeks of just looking at the life of Paul. A lot of content we're going to cover. Uh, I'm excited for it. Definitely. And then too. kind of as as we go, um, we're going to take a break kind of around the Christmas season, New Year's. And our goal, don't hold us to this. We don't know if we're there yet, but we're making decisions to go that direction is we want to launch it in the new year and kind of go for it um, full bore. So that's kind of where we're headed. That's our vision. Now, we don't know if we're going to end up there or not, but we're going to take it series by series, continue into the new year, hoping to launch and go full full forward with it.
0: Yeah, that sounds great. And to this point, it has been series dependent, kind of named even like the Waiting for a Science Series podcast. Hopefully by January, we'd be saying like, it's its own thing, it's its yeah. own entity. Right now, you can access this, po- this podcast in a couple different places through the app, our Northridge Church app at northridgeequip.com. You can also, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can listen... The Northridge Church Messages podcast, this is kind of like embedded in there, which is super convenient. So it's everywhere is what you're saying, right? Like you cannot get around the podcast. But also not really that accessible. We know that. (laughs) We're working on accessibility. We're going to get it. With this, hopefully, like full launch in January, we'd be putting it in all the places a podcast should be. It should have its own name and all that kind of stuff. That's all coming down the road. Um, we're still thinking all of that kind of stuff through, but thanks guys for all of your positive feedback and the energy that you've given us. Uh, we do hope that this will be helpful. And if you have any specific questions, comments, suggestions, we've given a million ways to give feedback in the past. Let's, let's just streamline it. Just email us. Podcast at Northridgerochester.com. Clarity. Podcast at Northridgerochester.com. Just send stuff there. We'll monitor that email. Yes, we know Northridge Rochester is the longest URL of all time. We tried to get Northridge.com. It was taken. We got we tried to get Northridge.church, also taken. We did our best, guys. You can practice your typing skills. Yeah, NorthridgeRochester.com. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. This is the last week of Waiting for a Sign Series podcast, and we'll jump in next time with Paul. Thanks for listening.